0: Welcome to Across the Bifrost, the Mighty Thor podcast, where we explore the world of Marvel's Mighty Thor. My name is Ryan Doze. I am your host, and I am back from vacation, everybody, so we should be getting back to our regular schedule in terms of episode releases. Thank you for being patient with that. We have some great episodes coming up, and we have a great episode coming up Today on the show, our second part of our conversation with Jared Sapp, we conclude our latest adventure of Thor versus the Human Cobra and Hyde, and then for the bulk of our time, we talk about the first time that Thor battled the Incredible Hulk in Journey into Mystery. It is a great conversation, we have a lot of fun with it, and I know you will enjoy it. Some ways that you can be helping us out here at the podcast, you can be going to iTunes and Spotify, follow us, subscribe there rate and review the show wherever you're finding good podcasts that would greatly help us out help other people find the show and it also lets me know what we're doing well on the show and what we can be doing better so thank you for that we greatly appreciate your listenership and some other ways you can engage with us and just keep the conversation going throughout the week after you've listened to the episode is by engaging with us on social media so For the longest time, we have had an Instagram account. And if you're following us there, thank you. If you've yet to follow us there, go and give us a follow right now. That would be a super easy way to engage with the show. One thing we had talked about a few weeks ago was starting up a Facebook group. For those of you that prefer to use Facebook, I have started that group. So go to Facebook, search Across the Bifrost, and you should be getting results for Across the Bifrost, the Mighty Thor podcast Go and join the group. It's a public group. We just ask that you continue the conversation. Be positive. You know, don't don't bring any negativity into that group. We want to keep it as great and awesome as possible for listeners of this show to talk about the characters that they love. So go to Facebook, join the Across the Bifrost Facebook group, and continue the conversation there. Speaking of continuing the conversation, let's jump into the second part of our episode with Jared Sapp from the marvel comics 1961 through 1997 facebook group where we talk about a titanic battle between thor and the incredible hulk cross the rainbow bridge of Asgard, where the blooming heavens
1: roar you behold
2: Welcome back, everyone, to our throwback series. Today, we are joined again by Jared Sapp, our our fellow Thor fan fan from the the realm of Texas. He is here to uh, talk about issues 111 and 112 of Journey into Mystery. Jared, how are you doing today, sir? Doing great. We're going to jump right in because uh, those of you that listened to the last time Jared was on the show... We left on a cliffhanger. We we don't know what's going to happen to Jane Foster. We don't know what's going to happen to Thor and the, the house that's being held out of time. So we will we will not waste any more time because Jane doesn't have more. She doesn't have a lot of time, guys. We will jump into Journey into Mystery number one eleven, entitled "The Power of the Thunder God." The creative team for this issue. We're gonna we're gonna read it as Stan Lee intended it. So the creative team it was written with the mastery of Stan Lee it was illustrated with the genius of Jack Kirby it was delineated with the delicacy of Chick Stone and it was lettered with the india ink of Artie Simic I
1: last can't tell time if that's a slug or not
2: it yeah i don't really because last issue he he kind of jabbed art simic a little bit this one it's like i don't i don't know if he's trying to compliment him or not (laughs) the uh these these uh introductions to the creative team are just spectacular i think it's one of the things that stan lee did best was to to make these books feel larger than life in the way that they were promoted and 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 worded um and 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 that just played more to Jack Kirby's strength. Jack Kirby, in my opinion, made it look like like a like an adventure you didn't want to miss, and Stan Lee made it sound like an adventure you didn't want to miss. Um, so the creative team on this uh, issue is a Marvel Legends and Marvel standbys. Also, I always like an opportunity to just plug that Chickstone is the greatest name in Marvel comics. Brief synopsis for this issue of journey into mystery is uh, Odin has changed his heart. Oh my, oh my goodness. And he is touched. Uh, he is touched by his son's fight to save the mortally wounded Jane Foster. While Thor dukes it out on earth against his foes, Odin summons a healing potion to be created. Uh, presumably for Jane, we will find out in the issue. This issue does not feature any key first appearances, all characters that we know, all characters that we love and or hate, depending on your opinion of, uh, of Loki, Mr. Hyde, and Cobra. We are gonna jump into this issue and we are gonna start off with, uh, Jared w- was really drawn to this cover. So I wanna hear what Jared thought about the cover of this issue.
1: That's the best covers. Of the time, just you see Thor fighting Mister Hyde. The Bifrost is in the background. It looks like somebody's coming to his aid. The coloring is just beautiful. If it, I was around in the sixties, that 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 would draw me to the book.
2: The, absolutely, it's it's um it's just standard standard but spectacular Jack Kirby cosmic. Grandeur. I believe uh, on the cover, the, the, the individual you reference coming to the aid of Thor is Balder the Brave, because the sword, there's a sword on the cover that is is uh, swishing down through even the, the letterbox of the, the Journey into Mystery with the mighty Thor uh, masthead. There's a sword shooting down through even that, and it's piercing the veil around Thor and Hyde and Cobra as they fight. Uh, Just a, like Jared said, just a spectacular cover. And yes, one of the best covers, I believe, of the Silver Age of of Mighty Thor. This is a continuation of last issue. So uh, some of the beginning pages are a little bit of a recap, but uh, we jump right back into the fight between Thor, Cobra and Hyde and their fight. Their fight continues as, as uh, most of Thor's fights do. There's a, some tussling, some wrestling, but also another uh, component of this battle is the house itself. The house that they are in is a, kind of like a trap fun house. And there's you know tentacles coming out of the ground. Uh, everything is just set up against Thor to lose this battle. And then Thor gets through some traps And he is given uh, some moments of solace with the mortally wounded Jane Foster. Um, And we're setting up for um, one of the more sobering uh, bits of, of dialogue and monologue that we've had so far, but we'll get to that in just a moment. We cut back to Asgard and Jared, I do want your opinion on this segment of the story when Odin is reminded that much like Thor, he has once loved a mortal woman and uh, Balder even sings him a song of a, of a warrior and a maiden who are Odin and this, this mortal woman uh, who once loved each other. Uh, Jared, we kind of know what, what Odin's deal is. Odin does not like the fact that uh, Thor and Jane Foster continue to, Um, thwart his uh, his best wishes for his son. What did you think about the inclusion of the story of Odin and the mortal woman that he once loved on page five?
1: I think it's a good way to get the story moving. I mean, I think for the time, Thor kind of has more of a soap opera aspect that we see real- Marvel. really in the 80s it's got a very early stage of that it's much more I like there's a lot more plot lines that are going from issue to issue than maybe you see in some of the other marvel books at the time and i kind of just think they're putting this in there because the creative team is realizing that they've kind of got to have an end game to start moving this along
2: yeah it's um i, I agree the the with the soap opera aspect of journey into mystery maybe compared now, and i'm not to... saying
1: that in a bad way it's just there's a lot more of a continuation beyond the monthly pages
2: absolutely i really the uh the through the through line of the early silver age adventures of thor is the relationship with jane foster it it, it goes for years in this book and the the tension between him and odin as a result is um it's very foundational for the character, even. We jump to a few different pages, uh, 6, 7, and 8, where Thor uh, is battling with Hyde and Cobra in, again, this, uh, this house of traps, and they're setting these, um, these smoke traps for Thor. Um, we'll just move on quickly to the B-plot of the issue where Odin has had a change of heart. Uh, a slight change of heart. He uh, he says to Loki even, Although Thor may not take this Earth girl to be his bride, still I have to try and save her from death because of my love for my warrior son. And initially he gives this note to Loki to go to a healer to find a healing potion for Jane so that she will not die. And all of the, the, all of the gods of Asgard... As Odin leaves the room, they're all like, um, no way, man. You're not delivering this message because we know you're up to something. And I loved how they all kind of just verbally gang up on Loki. What did you think of that panel on uh, page nine there, Jared? I thought that was a good little meta moment.
1: Yeah. um, I mean, you want to scream at Odin at the time. Like, why do you keep trusting Loki with stuff? And He's giving you
2: no reason to trust him. Yeah.
1: He's clearly... he's you know he's the god of mischief, you know, you know he's, yeah, Odin keeps giving Loki an audience, he keeps taking his advice, and I just think it's kind of a good reaffirming to the reader that maybe Odin doesn't see this, but the other Asgardians do.
2: Yes, I, I agree wholeheartedly, the The gods of Asgard are definitely uh, not, um, uh, they're not aloof. They're not buffoons. They are. They're on to Loki, and they know that he is not one to be trusted. Balder, uh, Balder eventually takes the message all the way to the healer. He goes through different obstacles. There's some great panels of fire and uh, and foes and obstacles in his way that are just beautifully drawn. If you can go back through this issue, there's some great uh, Jack Kirby art uh, on Asgard as Balder goes towards the the healer. We jump back and forth between Baldur's adventure with the note written by Odin and with Thor and Hyde and Cobra as they continue their fight in the funhouse. I won't stay too long on on this part because the, 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 the culmination is what I really want to get to. When Thor is... He's come to grips with that he must stop the 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 uh the, the cyclone that is is moving around the house it's starting to mess with time it's starting to mess with earth's dimension and thor is um he is trapped himself in this uh does he save the woman he loves or does he do what is right for for earth for for mankind uh there is the this immense amount of tension that is uh, beginning to build as, as, again, on the other panels, Balder rides hard towards the healer's home to find a cure for Jane. Uh, before we get to the last few pages here, Jared, in the culmination of this issue, uh, getting all the way up to this point, did you feel the tension that was building in this issue
1: uh, as I did? That's a lot. That's the most interesting part of this issue. It's a, it's a great fight between villains. Um, we didn't really go into how he defeats the villains. I mean, part of part of his defeating the villains is the classic 60s vil- supervillain team-up issue that when supervillains team up, they eventually start fighting with each other as much as the hero.
2: They do, yes, indeed.
1: I mean, that's pretty... In the 60s when a hero has to fight two villains... But the, the conflict inside, especially on page fifteen, when he's made peace that he's going to have to lift the time warp and let Jane die, it's just outstandingly written, beautifully drawn.
2: It, it's it's uh, you you could not be more right, Jared. Uh, it's so fantastically written that I feel like it deserves being read in in its entirety. Um, so I will I will proceed and, and do that. Thor leaning over Jane uh, says the following um, paragraph of text. I must lift the time warp. I dare continue it no longer. I have not the right. Jane, my most dearly beloved, if this be the price you must pay for having won the love of a god, is this what Thor, son of Odin, has done to you? When the time warp is lifted, adored one, I shall again become Dr. Blake and I shall try to save you with every ounce of skill and strength that I possess. And if I fail, then we both shall die for my heart will evermore be not, but cold a withered ember. If I should lose thee. And now I do what I must may Asgard look upon thee with favor. Jane Foster. Just fantastic. Fantastic writing.
1: And then, at the last, last minute, minute. Yes, with the medicine just in time.
2: And 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 uh, and we're, we're, uh, we we're we we grasp life from the from the we, we get life from the grasp of despair and defeat. Balder, you know, Balder's sword comes in at the right moment and Thor's able to go cure Jane and Balder even, you know, proclaims at the end, my mission is ended, the girl lives. And Thor could not be happier. Jane and he leave the house where all of this has happened. And um, we, are, we are given a happy ending to this two-part story. And the, the plans of Loki are thwarted. And Jane and Thor are, um, are again together. So uh, I must ask, Jared, on this issue, this 111 uh, issue, would you read this or would you leave this?
1: Oh, we're reading this. This is an outstanding issue.
2: yeah i could not even if you have trouble
1: even if you're not a giant fan, i think anybody who particularly likes marvel would like these two issues
2: absolutely i think especially the second issue in the in the uh in the arc um just the some of the writing is so good and, and I know often with these, these Silver Age comics, we often laud the art as being the, the, the driving creative force in, in these um, great stories. But I think sometimes when you get a bit of just transcendent writing that still you know, is able to get an emotional connection out there, um, like Thor's um, deathbed speech to Jane, I just think it, it 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 speaks so much to the creative genius of not just the art, the the illustrators, but the writers that were putting together these comics. We come to the end of number one eleven, and now, honestly, for the rest of the time on this uh, on this segment with Jared we are going to talk about something that uh, us as kids and, and even some of us as adults on on our on our facebook group that we uh, we know each other from we've debated this issue of journey in the ministry it's 112 the mighty thor battles the incredible hulk this issue is complete fan service it is a a, a a what a what if story but it's canonical it's it it, it counts this story is just a, a spectacular bit of hero versus hero kind of smash em up fun so uh not not a, not a lot of uh tender moments of dialogue in this one <laughs> wouldn't you say jared no so here we go journey into mystery number 112 like I said, the title is "The Mighty Thor Battles the Incredible Hulk." The creative team—it's uh, presented a little more humbly this time around. Um, it, it's written a Stanley and Jack Kirby Kirby Marvel masterwork. The inking by Chick Stone and lettering by Sam Rosen. We we don't get any um, playful banter in this month's uh, breakdown. The brief synopsis that we get for this issue—again, if the title didn't give it away for you. Uh, Thor meets two groups of children who are arguing who is stronger, <laughs> Thor or the Hulk. Thor tells them a tale of when they battled and the Hulk, uh, the Hulk under an enchanted spell. So <laughs> we, so there's no first appearances here. Uh, really. There's only two characters in this issue who who really shine through. We have got to talk about this opening splash page. It is phenomenal
1: yeah it it reminded me of when i was a kid and kids would argue about wrestling and when i was a kid it was usually who would win between sting from wcw and the undertaker Shawn michaels whoever was big in w
2: absolutely and, and when, I was
1: reading, when i was reading this I was like why didn't i ever have you know sting's face on a big post to point <laughs>
2: So what listener, dear dear listener, what Jared is referring to is on this opening splash page. There's the it's almost like West Side story. Oh, you have you have one side it's like Thor is stronger than anybody. Thor Thor would mop the mop up the place with Hulk and the other side is like you know uh, nobody can nobody can lick the Hulk. first of all, disgusting, but no one can lick the Hulk. no one can beat. Hit the green the green skin of the Jade giant uh, and the and two this... groups I kid you not have these cut out faces of Thor <laughs> and Hulk on these big posts. It is it is so good we'll, we'll put it up on our social media and you can all enjoy it and it's in its greatness but this opening splash page and, is
1: just dark and right. I thought it odd Hulk has a fan club because any story you read from Hulk at the time when the Hulk comes everybody runs nobody thinks he's a hero
2: exactly it is odd that that hulk who is most people who who know modern iterations of comics or even movies hulk is a hulk's a hero he's a misunderstood hero but he's still a hero at this point in silver age comics hulk was not a you know he was not branded as a as a firm hero he shows up as a villain in many books
1: And even the way he's written, when he does something heroic, it's usually because he's going crazy and he's in a rage. And by default, he winds up clobbering whoever the real bad guy is, but not usually out of any heroic intentions, just because that's the way it happened.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's not he's not a very purposeful. His purpose is not to be heroic. No. Um, Yeah. So. We jump into the, the story and here's what I'm gonna do. I am gonna set the premise of the story, and then Jared and I are just gonna talk about some of our favorite panels from here because because um, really this story is simple. This story is very, very simple. It is it is, you know, taking this childish argument that Thor overhears and he recalls a moment when he and Hulk did face off one on one. The fight that we read in this issue takes place during Avengers issue number three when the Avengers face off against Hulk and Namor, the Submariner. This fight kind of takes place uh, off off panel in Avengers 3. So the the children argue back and forth and Hulk says, well, let me let me tell you, you gather around, kids. Let me tell you about a time when I when I fought the Incredible Hulk. Uh, So he he tells most of this in a flashback and the uh, the kids are just pestering him with questions after questions Uh, and they they establish that everything that they know about the Avengers story they kind of recap it and then Thor on the bottom of page three says yes but there was much more there was a battle between the Hulk and me which no one else knew about. So we're we're getting some behind the scenes information in this issue, and we jump to these just powerful panels, big big um, onomatopoeia, uh sounds, uh, crunching and swooming and, and banging, and uh, we see the fight between Thor and the Hulk unfold with one major caveat, and then I will hand it over to Jared, and we will just you know wax poetic about these awesome. Uh, smash him up pages Thor is in my opinion he is arrogant enough to think that he can fight Hulk he, he he wants to test himself he wants to test himself without the enchantment of the hammer so he asks Odin hey for five minutes I want to test my metal against the Incredible Hulk and Odin grants him that really odd request and uh so for five minutes the hammer is is not this invincible, you know, weapon of an Asgardian god. It's just a hammer. So that is the one caveat. Now, Jared, I I hand it over to you, sir, to just tell me some of your favorite panels, favorite moments, favorite lines, speech bubbles from this fight as it unfolded. I, I I would love to hear what jumped out to you.
1: So I don't... I can't remember the issue where Hulk has tried to lift the hammer before, but I think it's hilarious how excited Hulk is that he can lift the hammer when it's no longer enchanted.
2: Exactly.
1: And then he decides. And then, you know, maybe it was a bad wish because now the hammer is very destructible. Yes. And so yeah. now it's not. He's Thor doesn't just have to worry about defeating the Hulk, but he also has to because he no, he's going to can- need that in five minutes.
2: I, I love uh, I love Thor's reasoning. Um, in, in one of the uh, the thought bubbles he says, without the enchantment, my mallet might be destroyed. I can't let it happen. It was a gift from Odin. <laughs> because it's a gift. You're just yeah. like, Not because this
1: gives you literally all of your power.
2: I got it for my birthday. <laughs> like I can't I can't. He'll think me irresponsible if I if I destroy if the hammer's destroyed. Uh, Any other panels in this fight that really jumped out to you, Jared, as as it uh, just goes back and forth between these two uh, marvelous, uh, monumental heroes?
1: I mean, you can almost just read this story without the dialogue. Very true. The dialogue's good. The same story is told if you don't read a single word bubble.
2: Yeah, I I agree. A lot of the word bubbles and and speech speech, uh, that we get is them just explaining their moves to each other and also just taunting each other.
1: Um, I love when we get to page eight, when you can see the Asgardians, they're tuning in somehow. Their technology's never really explained that well. Like, Like there's a bunch of people sitting around watching a UFC fight.
2: Right, Odin's even got a drink in his hand. Yeah, Uh, my son fights valiantly as an immortal should against a a most awesome foe. It's yeah, you just picture him uh, perched up at a Buffalo Wild Wings watching uh, watching the latest UFC pay per view.
1: He's drinking ale out of a horn, watching a fight. I mean, it's it's like happy hour in Asgard right now. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a testosterone fueled melodrama as a, as i'm sure uh as a professional wrestling fan you're 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 very aware of this uh yeah. this is definitely a dream fight for the ages one of the panels that jumped out to me was on page nine there is a um a little over a half of a page panel where you see this imposing um in the imposing form of the incredible hulk over top of Thor, and you don't see Thor's face, but you see him almost cringing backwards. Uh, it almost looks like a, um, a panel from a monster comic, and it's just fantastic.
1: And I'm probably going to lose you some listeners.
0: <laughs>
1: oh I, no! I uh, Jack Kirby's Hulk is not my favorite. I, I it just never looks to me, especially in the face. It just never looks like Hulk is supposed to look to me.
2: You know what? Yeah. I'm 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 gonna lose me some listeners. I agree with you wholeheartedly.
1: And and part of that is because there's I mean, there's Herb Trim and Salbu Sema. I mean, their their version is just so synonymous with the character. They spent so many years drawing him. It just it Hulk looks like Frankenstein when Kirby drew him.
2: Yeah, I I, I, I almost um, view him as like a Quasimodo kind of um, – he's very uh, – his forehead is very protruding. His features are just very um, – you know, this sounds ridiculous, but they're very cartoonish. They're almost uh, – they're not even human. And,
1: and I'm, not saying, I'm not saying it's bad. It just – it doesn't look like I, like I think the character should look. Like his yeah. version did not become the iconic version of the character.
2: Yeah, I, I think that's uh, that's a fair a fair assessment and a a, a very well stated opinion. Um, we we're gonna we're gonna jump to the end here, because the fight uh, the the fight concludes with Thor uh, being thrown into a wall, and Thor's uh, the the impact of his mighty hands causes a cave in, and Thor goes to search for uh, search for Hulk, and Hulk has burrowed himself. Underneath the um, the the cavern where they're fighting, and he escapes. Thor rejoins the fight with the Avengers versus uh, Namor, and Namor in his uh, his scaly briefs is taken down. And Thor concludes the story to the the boys who are listening, and we get to see a little bit of Hulk on the last page, kind of you know saying like, "Oh, someday I will, you know, I will defeat Thor forever," but my. <laughs> I think my favorite bit of dialogue in this issue is Thor on the last page. He says, um, he's explaining to the boys uh, that, uh, you know, they still wanna know the answer to who's strongest, who's strongest. And Thor leaves them with a little bit of wisdom. He says, I leave you with this thought. It is not the one possessing greatest power who is important. It is the one who uses his power wisely in the cause of justice. And um, I, I I feel like maybe the boys were like that's a non-answer. Give us a real answer. But it does feel like the most Thor answer. It does feel like how he would truly answer that question. It almost feels Captain America ask, uh, very noble and very uh, very uh, fueled by by justice. Um, but that was just one of the panels that, towards the end that really jumped out to me. Jared, were there any panels that, towards the end that jumped out to you? And then we will ask the uh, we'll ask the seminal question of reading it or leaving it.
1: I think towards the end of the fight where Odin is starting to despair, and he says, well, I, I can't give him any more time. When I'm reading this, I'm like, why? <laughs> Over the years, right? I've seen you bend every rule you've ever made time and again, but this is the one time that you just can't do anything.
2: <laughs> right. It, uh, it it did feel a little odd reading that. It's saying uh, Only... Only scant seconds remained. I cannot give my son more time than but than why? he has requested. And what if you did? Yeah. What if you did? What, is someone going to put you in Asgardian god jail? <laughs> like, no. That was a, a little bit of a, a of a, a logical inconsistency there for the the god the the god of Asgard and the master of the nine realms to say. We have come to the most important question that we ask on across J- uh, the Bifrost in our Journey into Mystery episodes, uh, Jared, issue one twelve of Journey into Mystery: The Mighty Thor battles the Incredible Hulk. Would you read this or would you leave this?
1: Oh, you got to read this.
2: A- absolutely, right. Uh, to to a to a novice listener, maybe someone who is not deeply steeped in Silver Age Thor comics. Why, why do you recommend to read this?
1: So I think a lot of modern readers don't like to go back to these issues just because of how wordy they are. I mean, this one, there's maybe 12 panels in the whole issue that you really have to read to understand the story that great. Agreed.
2: Very simple story.
1: The, the, in, the art tells the story so well in this in this issue.
2: I, yeah, I agree and i think that that perfectly sums up why this issue is just it's just a fun read it's just a fun comic to to kind of uh, this one was the quickest read for me because i was just like I, yeah cool it it flows well it's a it's a very yeah.
1: uh don't don't go try to read avengers 3 and try to figure out where it fits in it it doesn't
2: yeah yeah it's, it, it's,
1: it's unless it's he's got that unless he's also used his is hammer to put a time warp around where he and Hulk are and nobody realizes they're gone. There's, there's no way it makes sense in the context of that issue, but it's a very fun read.
2: Well, true believers, we may never know the answer to, to the, to the mysteries that Jared has brought to our, to the forefront of our minds. Uh, th- that concludes issue 112 of Journey into Mystery. I want to thank Jared for joining us both uh, last episode and on today's episode, Jared, thank you for uh, thank you for hopping on and talking some awesome Silver Age comics with me. I appreciate it.
1: Awesome, hope to be back.
2: Okay, sir. Have a great rest of your day.
0: That will do it. That wraps up our show today. I hope you enjoyed the second part of this conversation with Jared. He was an awesome guest to have on, and we just had a lot of fun talking old comics and just everything that went into Thor battling the Incredible Hulk, the silliness of it, and we just appreciate his time. Thank you, Jared. You were awesome. Hope to have you back sometime very soon. Friends, you can go to all of our social medias and interact with us, continue the conversation there, whether it's on Instagram, follow our account there, at Mighty Thor Podcast, or go to Facebook and join our brand new group Across the Bifrost, the Mighty Thor podcast. Continue the conversations there, meet some other Thor fans, have some great interactions between each other, and we'll also put up some stuff about upcoming episodes and just what's happening in the world of our podcast and what's happening in the world of of Thor. We got a lot of great stuff planned. Our next episode is going to be the second volume of Tales of Asgard. Yes, Professor Thor extraordinaire Chris Eberly is coming back to the show to talk about more Tales of Asgard, the backup stories that really expounded on the world of Asgard that were found in Journey into Mystery. We are so excited to have him back it was a great conversation. I cannot wait to share it with you. That will be coming out next week, Monday morning. We're going to get back to our regular schedule next week because, like I said, I am back from vacation. I'm ready to rock and roll. We are ready to have an awesome fall here on the podcast. Like I said at the beginning, we've got some great stuff in store for you. I cannot wait for you to continue this journey aboard the Rainbow Bridge. So, till we meet again aboard this rainbow bridge aboard this Bifrost i encourage you friends dear listeners to stay worthy